Talk Radio 96.7. It's Sports Central. We do this every Thursday, talking sports with the guys from Polk County Sports Marketing and Tourism. And it's brought to you by Spring Hill Suites. Here's your host of the afternoon, Justin LaFerrier. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. As Eric said, I am Justin LaFerrier. Sitting in the hot seat this evening with you, and uh, looks like I'm going to be here for the foreseeable future, uh, by all accounts internally anyway, but I am joined by none other than my good friend, Miss Becky Messina. Hey. How are you? I'm good. Looks like this is going to be the A-team for a little while, huh? We're better than Neil, so. That's why I said (laughs) A-team. I'm just hoping Um, he's listening. (laughs) He's not listening. He's too busy doing other stuff. Anyway, we've got a jam-packed show for you this evening, as always. Believe it or not, football has kicked off uh, on the high school level. A lot of fireworks this past week. (laughs) We're not going to touch on a lot of that. but uh, High school games get crazy. It was getting nuts. Not only in Polk County, it was statewide this week. Um, Was it statewide? Yeah, there was another another, uh, game... I want to say down south somewhere where uh, that was probably my old high school. They uh, the high school team has been suspended now, like they're gonna miss a game. It's uh, like the first week. It wasn't even the teams that fought. It was in the it was in the stands, and the team is be, getting disciplined. If I were on that team, I would be so mad. Got to keep your parents in line. Yeah, I guess. Apparently. Listen, little Bobby's dad. He probably goes crazy for football. Unreal, what's going on right now on the high school level. We'll touch on the high school level, a little collegiate update as well. Uh, Major League Baseball still in full swing. NFL right around the corner. College football kicks off tonight. We'll touch base on that a little bit. And then, of course, we'll wrap the show up with our local update with letting you know what's going on here in Central Florida's Polk County. But let's jump into it, Becky. What happened with Auburndale's Nate Gabriel? Nate Gabriel is not shy to the show. He was a Polk County All-Sports Awards winner as well. Oh, well, see, I thought you meant he was on the show. No, like no, no, He was no, a no. Ge- guest just, of the show. We talk about he's him. He's a friend of the show. Yeah. Um, so he's a wrestling state champion, all-county football player, and a three-star defensive lineman for the Bloodhounds. He has committed to West Virginia for D1 football. He said that he chose West Virginia because of the atmosphere, the people, and the environment. And he also liked the fact that the coaches who will be working with him have developed a lot of NFL players. This past year, West Virginia had three players drafted to the NFL Dante Stills to the Arizona Cardinals, Brendan Brenton Strange to the Jacksonville Jags, and Darnell Wright to the Chicago Bears. However, Gabriel is focused on the new school year here in Polk County. Last year, he recorded 58 tackles, including 40 solo, seven tackles, and two fumble recoveries. Maybe we'll see him in the NFL. Maybe sounds like it, potentially anyway. But uh, West Virginia, that's that's awesome. D1 school, that's, isn't that like a pretty good team? I don't know that much yeah. about college football, but. They're they're kind of middling. Every now they have their ups and downs, yeah. you know. But you know they'll they'll play. He'll probably play in a bowl game for sure. Yeah, I mean, D one D one football. Uh, congrats, <laughs> congrats. That's awesome. From Auburndale High School to the uh, West Virginia Mountaineers, good stuff. Heck yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Congrats, Nate Gabriel. Sticking with high school football, the Ledger's top ten power rankings are out. We mentioned uh, high school football kicked off last week was uh, week one. Um, but their top 10 power rankings are out. Shocker. Uh, Lakeland tops the list at number one. Uh, Lake Gibson and then Lake Wales, who won a state championship last year, at number mm-hmm. three. 
Neil's Barto Yellow Jackets come in at number four. My Winterhaven Blue Devils at five. Uh, Frostproof at six. Fort Meade at seven. Lakeland Christian at eight. Haines City nine. And George Jenkins at ten. Do you think Lakeland's going to stay number one now that Bill Castle's gone? That's tough. That's real He's tough. He's like a huge part of their success. Oh, so massive. I'm, and I mean, they won their first their first game. It's, it's not I know, they had their a lot regular of, season game, but their scrimmage they won. They had a lot of players transfer, not tra- yeah, transfer in from other high schools. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that was a question I had Uh-oh. earlier today that I thought about. Is it like... Did someone answer it for you or am I going to have to? No, I was going to ask Neil <laughs> and then I didn't get a chance to. Okay. But... Is that like normal in Polk County? I'm not from Polk County. Where I went to high school, no. there were three high schools. Nobody ever transferred. You had to have like a special reason to go to a school that you weren't zoned for. You still have to. But they just like they the find amount a reason. of people that have transferred that I have had to look up and read about is absolutely insane. They find reasons to transfer. Um, but I believe that's still a thing where you have to have a reason. And as long as you can provide transportation. Yeah. Then you can go to a different school. Yeah, like our high schools had, like my high school was the business school, so you could go there if you were going to do the business program. If you were out of district, Martin County was culinary, and South Fork I think was like agriculture. You mean or culinary? Yeah, <laughs> culinary. Anyway, uh, yeah, I believe this year to me this year was a little bit of an anomaly. It was a lot more transfers than I'm used to seeing. There were so level. many. There was, I was a like, lot. Is this normal for athletes? Maybe uh, I didn't notice it before because I was just like a regular high school student. But you're just a regular commoner. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I did. I was. It just didn't a happen. Kid. It didn't happen back when I was in high school. That's that's 20 years ago though. So no, we're not going <laughs> to talk too lightly about that. Anyway. Southeastern University men's and women's cross-country teams ranked first in the Sun Conference poll. The poll was released, and both the men's and women's teams took first place in the rankings. The men received 33 points and four first-place votes. SCAD Savannah finished just behind the fire with 32 points overall. The fire won last year's conference championship and placed 29th at Nationals. Graduate student John Perez Dunn was named runner to watch this season and is reigning individual conference champ. Women's team took first place as well at 23 points, also four first-place votes. Scott Savannah, again, finishing second on the women's side with 21 points. Senior Jillian Blazer, Blasser, was named to the winners to watch list after placing 11th at last year's conference championship. The Fire opened their season at the Short Course Invitational on September 2nd, next weekend, at uh, Holloway Park here in Lakeland. And just because we love to talk about them, Ave Maria. It was third. Place third. I saw that. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Ave Maria. (laughs) For you Grovenites out there. Yeah. And, you know, I always find a way to work Florida Southern men's lacrosse. Of course. So you take this one, please. (laughs) Uh, So rising juniors, Matt Flamenspeck and Mason McQuiggan, who has the coolest last name ever. I love it. That is a great name. Yeah. Um, A Florida Southern College men's lacrosse team have been competing this week for the prestigious Minto Cup in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. The Minto Cup is awarded annually to the champion junior men's box lacrosse team of Canada. Flamenspeck and McQuiggan are a part of the, I can't even say that word. How do you say that? Calgary? Calgary. (laughs) Calgary. Mountaineers or the Mounties. Uh, After playing in a round-robin contest for the number one ranked team. After playing in a round-robin contest, the number one ranked team will move forward to the championship round. And then the number two and three ranked teams will compete for the championship contender. And right now... 
uh, Flaminspec and McQuiggan's team, the Mounties, are ranked number four. Both last names. No, right? Flaminspec? I love hearing it on the loudspeakers because Flaminspec scores an ungodly amount for us. That's and awesome. All, all you hear is Flaminspec. You can also day. pronounce Calgary as Calgary. Yeah, it's just like so, I don't know, it just doesn't sound right. Calgary, Calgary is the capital of Alberta. Oh, is and it? And it is Calgary. Yes. Isn't that like an Irish word? It's a Canadian. Pretty sure it's Canadian. Yeah, I know, but it sounds Irish. Yeah, we're not. No, we're (laughs) going to say it's Canadian. Anyway, goodness. This is always interesting. You never know what's going to happen on this show, especially when Becky's here. (laughs) So every week. (laughs) Right. Every single week. It's something different. Polk State College, women's soccer. Their season began as well. They kicked things off yesterday with a W, 3-0 over Florida National University. Uh, they play their home opener this Saturday against Pasco Hernando State College. Polk State Volleyball will be in Fort Myers for the Battle at the Beach Invitational, where, where they will play four matches in two days. This week will also mark the beginning of two new eras. Polk State soccer head coach D. Shivraman returns to the junior college ranks after spending eight years at Schoolcraft College in Michigan from 07 to 14, and after four years as an assistant to the legendary Herman DelVale, Diana Barbosa, I should have let you take this one, <laughs> will make her debut as head coach for Polk State Volleyball. As an assistant, Barbosa helped the Eagles twice reach the national, the National Junior College Athletic Association Tournament. So best of luck to those coaches uh, at Polk State, and congrats to the Lady Soccer uh, team for uh, opening the year with a W. Yeah, I should have let you take Flamin' Speck and McQuiggan. <sighs> you know that. That's your sport, though, so I had to let you take My that team. one. That is your team. <laughs> Eric's. At least one of my teams is like, okay, <laughs> you know? <laughs> we'll talk about the Yankees here next segment. I think Eric's pulling out the hook for us here on segment one. That's going to do it for this uh, segment. Stay with us, folks. We come back in segment two of Sports Central. Talk Radio 96.7. Yeah, Sports Central on your radio. And it's brought to you by Staybridge Suites. We're heading back in with Becky. And and uh, almost said Neil. Oh man, don't <laughs> insult me like that, Eric. I would never, I would never do that to you, Justin. LaFleur. Come on. Oh my God. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to segment two of Sports Central I'll Talk Radio ninety six point seven. I am Justin, not Neil, alongside Becky. That's how I'll introduce you from now on. You'll be not Neil. There you go. You're just getting hit from every angle today. It's been rough. Earlier today, Eric, I was called bald. In the middle of a public meeting. That was fun. Oh, it was, my. Uh, it was actually kind of funny. I mean, I am balding. It I was still funny have some hair. Every time one of you got up to talk, you had to introduce oh, yourself. Oh, we hit as on the it. Oh, yeah. Guy. Yep. 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 Well, as I always say, you know, you could, uh, you, you know, it, it's, it's, it's like this. You know, you, you go in with a cap and you say, you know, they said inflation had peaked. They said the prices were coming down. They said I could have a Brazilian blowout haircut. Take off your head. <laughs> well, they were dead wrong. It's <laughs> a good one, Eric. Oh, God. Oh, man. I don't know how to segue away from that, but we're just going to talk <laughs> about baseball now. Because um, <laughs> uh, Major League Baseball is still in full swing. We got uh, a little over a month to go before the uh, regular season wraps up and postseason is here. But uh, let's talk about our uh, local team, our Detroit Tigers, who spring train here in Lakeland, of course. Uh, they're, by all accounts, I think, performing a little better than people anticipated for this season. But uh, 
Probably not going to make the postseason. Yeah. They just played the Cubs. and Good talk. Thanks, Becky. You're welcome. <laughs> Jeepers. <laughs> yeah. I, every time baseball pops up on my ESPN mm. app, I just exit out of it because I know I'm going to be disappointed. Mm. <laughs> That's where I'm at. <laughs> we'll get to that. Don't worry. Um, okay. Well, the Tigers just finished a three-game series against the Cubs yesterday. They took a 7-6 to six loss in the first game, won the second game 8-6, to six, and lost the third game 6-4. to four. So they're about to play the Astros, who are currently playing your Red Sox. Yeah. Um, and that three-game series is beginning tomorrow. Tigers currently sitting at 58-69 and 69 on the year. Surprisingly, only seven games back in the NL, or AL Central, excuse me. Uh, but that division is probably the worst in all of baseball. So not saying a lot for it's the Tigers. Brutal in here not that. saying a lot for the Tigers. Well, the uh, Rays are having a pretty good season. Rays are doing okay. They're, uh, <laughs> they just began a three-game set against the Rockies on Tuesday. Took the first one, 12-4. Yesterday won the second game, 6-5 to five in extra innings. And uh, just swept the Rockies this afternoon with a 5-3 to three victory. They're now gearing up for a three-game set against your Yankees. Uh, yeah. be, that will be beginning tomorrow. Uh, where, <laughs> where Becky will probably be disappointed in her team. <laughs> Yet again. I love putting my commentary. The Yankees <laughs> s- uh, are suck? No, unbelievably terrible <laughs> as of late. It was like, what did that article say? This is like the worst season in like 110 years or something like that. So it's something crazy. They ended a nine-game losing streak yesterday. It took three home runs from Aaron Judge in that game yesterday against the Washington Nationals. It was the first time they've had a nine-game losing streak since 1982. They yeah. turned around and lost yet again today to lose the series to the Washington Nationals at home. Yeah. Losing 6-5 to five this afternoon. And like we mentioned, we'll be taking on the Tampa Bay Rays in a three-game set this weekend. God, they're going to lose. Yeah, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. It is not the Yankees season. That is for sure. No, my grandfather's probably like rolling over in his grave right now. Because they just, like, what is going on? Yeah, a lot of things with them. No pitching. Well, yeah. I mean, Judge, I think, only has like 30 home runs this year after he hit 62 last year. So. Yeah. It's Offense just hasn't rough been there. on all accounts. Yeah, it's not a good year to no. be a Yankees fan. Not a great year. I mean, I can't say it's in, uh, that much of a better year to be a Red Sox fan. Well, but your Red Sox beat my Yankees three times. Yep. We're going to get there because Becky has graciously made the next segment Justin's Corner, so we're going to talk all yeah. about the Red Sox next. Well, Neil has a Neil's Corner, so it's all about Bartow and FSU. Bartow. <laughs> but sticking with baseball, uh, I know you love baseball so much. Shohei Otani, recently diagnosed with a UCL tear, he, of course, being a really the first since Babe Ruth to be a two-way player at the caliber that he is, arguably the best hitter, arguably the best pitcher in all of baseball, and uh, was or is in the last year of his contract, going into a free agency year, is was expected to command north of five hundred million dollars in his contract for next season. It's nuts. But now with his uh, diagnosis of a UCL tear, he's going to be shut down for the pitching side. They have come out and say he will continue to hit for the rest of the season, but without knowing what his arm will be like after in the inevitable surgery he's going to have to get. Uh, in the off season, you can bet that five hundred million dollar contract will not be something he commands this off season. So, yeah. it's crazy how uh, an injury can uh, 
literally can, blow your whole life up. can take uh <laughs> could take 150 million dollars at least away from you i would assume yeah not that 350 million dollars is uh, a bad payday so nobody's no, like, gonna shed a tear for this guy but 500 mil <laughs> i mean come on it would have been the first 500 million dollar contract in all of major league baseball history that's crazy would have been not gonna happen this year uh, I do want to mention the national Steven Strasburg, who's been out since 2022, has announced as well. He will retire at the end of this year. He was one of the most highly touted prospects coming into Major League Baseball out of college. Number one pick overall by the Washington Nationals was fantastic for a little while. Just dealt with injuries constantly, and they have finally put an end to his career, and he is hanging it up at the end of this season. So Strasburg retiring. Otani no longer pitching the rest of this year. A couple of uh, pretty good pitchers not going to be on the mound for the foreseeable future. Strasburg at all going forward. So baseball is falling apart. Baseball, a lot of. I mean, when you play a 162 game season over whatever it is, five months, six months, they do have like the longest inevitable. season. Yes, it's inevitable that uh, there's going to be some wear and tear. Yeah, on these players. So. We'll see what happens. Like I said, another five weeks before the postseason is here. So there's still some jockeying for position. We'll see how that all plays out over the next five weeks. That's going to do it for segment two. That segment ripped by for some reason. Yeah. Anyway, stay with us. We're coming back to talk about my favorite teams in segment three. Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central, that's what you got. Brought to you by Jimmy John's Freaky Fast. In the role of not Neil this afternoon <laughs> is Justin LaFerrier. There we go. Thank you, Eric. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to segment three of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. I'm Justin. That's Becky. And uh, let's talk a little Boston Red Sox, who avoided losing the series. They uh, split the series with the Houston Astros after dominating this afternoon. That game is wrapped 17-1. to they beat Houston this afternoon to split the series two games and two games after dropping the first two. Um, they did take the second two. And uh, what is this? Red Sox took every – oh, this was against the Yankees you're talking about here. Yes. Astros is so the they, second bullet. They split the Astros uh, prior to splitting the Astros. They uh, swept <laughs> your Yankees. Yeah. And part of that nine-game skid we touched on earlier. So Yeah, they did. They swept us. Uh, I was disappointed. You were probably thrilled. Oh, I was. Yankees lost to the Red Sox on my birthday. One of my good buddies Worst is a Yankees present. fan too, and uh, yeah, he he got he may have gotten a uh, a sweep. Yeah, GIF. they really like ruined my birthday. Yeah, so you're welcome. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thanks. Happy belated birthday. Twenty three now. I'm so old. Yankees are still terrible. <laughs> Twenty three. I'm old. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> But uh, the NFL season, believe it or not, preseason right is almost done. The regular season is going to be kicking off here. I think first game is uh, September 10th. Well, September 10th for the uh, New England Patriots, who happen to be my team. I think uh, that Thursday night is what the sixth, sixth or seventh. Seventh. Seven. Sounds right. I don't know. I can't do math. It'd help if we looked at the calendar. <laughs> anyway. The Thursday prior to September 10th will be the official kickoff to the regular season. I believe the Chiefs um, and somebody are going to be in that game. But my uh, my Patriots took on the Green Bay Packers this past Saturday and uh, coming off a 21-17 to win. Their last preseason game will be against the Tennessee Titans tomorrow night. 
before they get ready to uh, take on the Eagles in the first regular season game on September 10th, followed by a division rival, Miami Dolphins, on September 17th. I don't expect the Patriots to do a lot this year, to be honest. The AFC East is going to be a very tough division. The Bills are going to be very good again this year. The Dolphins, I believe, are going to be very good again this year. And the Jets got much better this offseason after trading for Aaron Rodgers from the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Patriots could potentially be fourth in that division. So want, want. they could be just as bad as your Yankees. Yeah. That's right. I Let's said not it. compare apples to oranges, okay? <laughs> Who is your football team? Um, I, I don't, don't know if we really ever talked about this. One, okay. But I'm from New York, and a kid that I went to school with does play for the Jets. So I kind of feel like I have to root for them. Okay, we'll go with that. But that means, no, again, actually, we're our team. I'm a this- liar. My team is the Bengals because Joe Burrow. <laughs> oh, is the there it is. I follow where Joe Burrow worked. Goes. <laughs> worked into the uh, show. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's going to be your goal until football season's over yeah. is to work the Bengals into the... Uh, Listen, I'm a little upset with Joe Burrow right now. Why? If he proposes to his girlfriend, I'm going to be upset. If I, he? Yeah. You don't know if he did? I have no clue. It's like rumored, but like breakup. Rumored. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, goodness. <laughs> Poor guy's got a strained calf. He's getting roasted by Becky Messino on Sports Central Listen, here. TikTok is just... Everything is about Joe Burrow getting engaged and girls are crying everywhere. And you're one of them. Yeah. And his team tied tied in their last preseason game against the Falcons. Yeah, I was pretty disappointed about he that. He did not play in that game. He still has yeah. a strained calf. I do hear he's going to be ready for week one, though. He may Good. Not, he may not miss some games. Good. I want to see him on my TV screen. <laughs> so you, he may be there. There are a couple preseason games tonight. Steelers taking on the Falcons at 7.30 and Colts taking on the Eagles at 8 o'clock. But uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. NFL season is uh, is almost here. And uh, since I'm taking over the hosting duties of Sports Central here on Thursdays, we will be bringing back NFL Pick'ems. I did so good last year. We'll have to keep – we're going to keep a running tally. Yeah. Just like that's going to be – I'm going to ask you to do that. And on, keep, on Josh's whiteboard. Keep a, keep a running tally. <laughs> Next to my other. Of tally. everybody's record, <laughs> and how we're doing. At least you're not yours and I, yours yeah. and mine, our records. Since we'll predominantly be the two hosts. Yeah, we're I'll gonna keep have to keep tally. a record. Okay. But uh, college football is back, and it actually kicks off this weekend with the start of week one. There are seven games this Saturday. You see, oh I had to, you see, I had to close my eyes to read that. It's because I have readers. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Not as bad as Neil. No. He got made fun of today, too, with his glasses. Anyway. Yeah, it was really brutal in that it meeting was this morning. Oh it gosh. was bad. It was bad. There are uh, seven games on slate this Saturday. I think the biggest matchups this weekend, Navy against number 13-ranked Notre Dame, taking them on in Ireland. How cool yeah, is that? That's dope, actually. That dope. we got to work that. Look at you, this slang. <laughs> This is slang. Uh, <laughs> That's so slay to go to Ireland oh, and play football. <laughs> Becky, I'm going to quit. <laughs> uh, Navy taking on Notre Dame in Ireland, which is apparently a cool thing. And uh, the other big other big team uh, playing this weekend, San Jose State going into the Coliseum to take on the uh, University of Southern California Trojans and Caleb Williams there uh, at 8 o'clock on Saturday. Caleb Williams the odds-on favorite to win a Heisman Trophy this coming season. I know who that is. Do you? He's cute. That's why I know who he is. 
All right, I'm going to ask you, I, I begrudgingly am going to ask you this, but who's your college team? Um, Clemson. Why? I am obsessed with the football players at Clemson. Okay. Their TikToks are very funny. Okay. Goodness. So I'll be Clemson fan. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. Uh, I want to learn about football, so... What do you mean? I don't really know that much. That's just the game? Yeah. I did marching band for four years, and okay. I had to be at every football game, and I still have no clue what the heck goes on. Wow. I just look at the drum major, and when they're like, first down, we play a thing. And yeah. Okay. But, like, I don't really know. Like, I, I don't that. know what that looks like. What a first down looks like? Yeah. What that means? Like, the the drum major didn't even know. Like, the dads, the band dads had to look would at the watch sign the field. And tell the drum and major? And the band dads would be like, that's a first down. And then the drum major would be like, they we had like hand signals, so they'd do the first down hand signal, and then we'd all. So play. there's line markers on the field, when the line of scrimmage, and then mm-hmm. ten yards down the field, is yeah. the first down line marker. So when the play passes that first down line marker, that's yeah. a first down. That's where they start the next that's, play, right? Well, the, where the play ends is where yeah. they start the next play. But when they cross the first down line marker, then the they start a new set of downs. Mm. So if it's third down and they cross that line marker, they now get a new first down and can start again. That's okay. how you go down the field. Okay. Because you want to continue to get first downs. Yeah. There you um, go. My, so we'll work in little tidbits every week. Yeah. To, my goal this by season. By the end of the season. Is to learn. You're going to be an expert. Football so that it's not so brutal when we talk about it. You, <laughs> you're going to be an expert. Hopefully. <laughs> See, I, I wish we would have known that. We would have worked on baseball. Yeah. We still have six weeks or so. We can work yeah. on baseball. They, they still have like 100 games left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. I used to know baseball really well because my brother played, and I used to go to Yankee games all the okay. time. Okay. But, like, as my brother stopped playing, I kind of stopped Still pretty much the watching. same. Rules well, haven't quite changed. Yes. Yeah. But, like. Unlike football, where rules change every season, it seems like. But. It's like, I don't know. It's like not doing something for a while, and then coming back to it, you have to kind of, like, relearn it a It's riding bit. a bike sometimes. Yeah. You don't have to relearn it. Yeah. So, it's there. I just. Little round ball, little round bat, hit it, get people to score. Yeah. Like I know, I know Football, all that stuff. It's just skin, a matter of me actually watching the game when it's on, got it, and knowing what the heck is happening. Got to pay attention to stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Stop being on your TikToks, watching clubs and football players. Yeah, but Joe Burrow's on TikTok. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I believe. Speaking of Joe Burrow, his alma mater, LSU, I believe, is taking on Florida State. Yeah, yeah, Florida State in Orlando for their first game next weekend. I hope Florida State loses at Camping a, World Stadium. It'll make me all mad. Yeah, and B because LSU is. <laughs> Ronnie loves Ron, this. friend of the show. Ronnie O getting the, giving the thumbs up with Florida State losing. Um, hopefully next week because they take on Florida State. You know is ranked number eight in the country. Oh, at that I know game. it's been on a Neil's corner. But LSU is ranked number five at, yeah, at, so for that Florida game. State so it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a great game. But Mike Norvell is clearly getting that program back on track there at Florida State. Yeah, so I think that's Neil's got to be happy. That's next weekend because that's the Labor Day. It is next that's weekend. Yes, they're going to be, but that game will be at Camping World Stadium in Orlando. So I wonder if Neil's going. I don't know. You have to ask him tomorrow. He might be. It is Labor Day weekend. Watch him lose. <laughs> It'd be fantastic. I'll leave <laughs> him a they... note on his desk tomorrow. <laughs> Eric, how we doing, buddy? That's going to do it for segment three, ladies and gentlemen. Stay with us as Becky and I come back and let you know what's going on here in Central Florida's Polk County. Sports Central. We're talking sports. Brought to you by Party Rentals. Let's get back to it with Becky and Josh. 
Oh. Wow. Oh my god. I don't know what's worse, Eric. Neil or Josh? Josh, because he's only been here like twice. <laughs> I've got better facial hair than Josh, at least. I have been singed. I am Justin, by the way. Hi, Justin. With Becky. <laughs> One of these days. Eric, I'm going to be here a lot moving forward, buddy. So I'm going to get a nameplate and just hold it up at the beginning of every segment for you. I still wouldn't see it. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. That was a good one, though, buddy. <laughs> uh, that was a good one. All right. Fourth and final segment here, ladies and gentlemen, on Talk Radio 96.7. As always, we've got a litany of events going on here in Central Florida's Polk County. And you can you like that. Yeah, that was a good word. Thank you. Um, what was the word? Our boss, Mark Jackson, used a word yesterday that I was like, man, that's a good word. I forgot what it was. It was like the SAT word of the day. I swear he's got an SAT word of the day calendar should, on his desk. I should start putting that on Josh's board. Just to the pick SAT a word. word yes, of the day. you should. That'd be fantastic. And then Josh with his force Josh to use it in a sentence. Yeah, uh-huh. Josh needs it. The Joshisms <laughs> that, float, that fly around the office. Some of them are good. <laughs> anyway, for more information on these events that we're going to tell you about and anything else going on in Central Florida's Polk County, check us out. Visit centralflorida.org. Visit centralfloridasports.com. Uh, new brand out. I'm sure Neil has already touched on it in uh, previous shows, but uh, new brand has been unveiled. Visit centralfloridasports.com. Visit centralflorida.org for more information on anything. Or if you want to talk to somebody, come see me and my team at the Welcome Center at I-427, seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. It was a bit of a hike. That's not what I thought you were going to say. But we're more than happy to talk to somebody. I thought you were going to tell them to go to the website and call my office. No. That's <laughs> like, probably even better. That. Eight six three five five. Do no. not do that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, going on this weekend over at Advent Health Fieldhouse, SSAC Volleyball Invitational Tournament, 240 projected participants. Uh, Going to stay out of the heat, play some volleyball indoors over there at the Fieldhouse. Becky? Oh, yeah, me. Sorry. <laughs> Let's good. go back and forth here. It's getting, Let's... it's getting to the point in the show where I'm like. Stop it. I'm We're not gone. done yet. <laughs> uh, USFA. Uh, sh- Kim just came on the show a couple weeks ago. Her back-to-school party is happening August 26th to the 27th at Auburndale Softball Complex and Bartow Softball Complex. It's ages, I don't know what the zero means, 8U to 18U. Eight and under. Yeah. Just eight and under. And then uh, there's about 300 projected participants there. The Jim Ryan Run going to be taking place at Holloway Park this weekend as well. Cross-country event bringing in 1,400 Projected participants. Good luck to the team that's going to be out there from our staff. I will not be there. At like 5 a.m. to set up for this and uh, work this event. But always a big, big event there as uh, the cross-country season gets kicked off at Holloway Park. Uh, the Florida Orange Blossom Series Summer Open 2023 is happening the 26th to the 27th at Simpson Park. It is a table tennis two-star tournament. There is $2,000 in cash and prizes and about 104 projected participants. You any good at table tennis? Um, no. <laughs> Just curious. <laughs> I'm really good at skee ball. That's like my... Okay. Yeah. Interesting. That's yeah. your that's your go-to? Mm-hmm. I got it. World overall tour final. Florida Cup going to be taking place at Lake Gru over in Polk City behind the Mastercraft dealership. Used to be the USA Water Ski and Wake Sports Hall of Fame and Museum, which is now at my building, the Welcome Center out in Davenport. Mm-hmm. But the last stop on the world overall tour taking place at Lake Gru. Next weekend, Labor Day weekend, September 1st through September 3rd, with about 100 projected participants there for water skiing. 
Uh, the AJGA Girls Invitational is happening on September 1st. This is the September 4th. It is a $375 fee. It is at Streamsong. It is girls golf ages 12 to 19, and there's about 84 projected participants coming. And the Waba Fall Slam next weekend over at Lake Myrtle Sports Complex, bringing in about 180 projected participants in the age ranges of 16 and under to 18 and under. Like we mentioned, for more information on those events and anything else going on, check us out. Visit centralflorida.org. Visit centralfloridasports.com. Or come on out to the Welcome Center in Davenport, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., seven days a week. I got to mention, uh, a couple weeks ago, I touched base uh, about our back to school kickoff that took place at the Welcome Center. Welcomed over a thousand people yeah, within I, four hours. Yeah, you said it was like a really big. 500 backpacks donated to our local community to get our kids ready for the school year. That's um, so sweet. Cool event. Our next one's coming up in October, October 21st, going to be the fall festival event. I've never been. So, handing out a lot of candy. Come out. Will I get candy? You, of course, you will. Okay. There I'll you go. That. You're an easy sell. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> candy. I'll be there. <laughs> Count me in. Uh, I was a trouble child. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, uh, believe it or not, this is going to be the team moving forward for the foreseeable future. Justin and Becky. <laughs> Justin, us. not Neil. But that's going to do it for this edition of Talk, uh, Sports Journal Talk Radio 96.7. For Becky, I'm Justin. We'll be back next week.